Welcome to Big Blend Radio. You just heard the song San Francisco. That is the title track to the new album by the alternative rock duo, The Beautiful Losers. Some of us may think back to Jim Carrey days of losers, but I'm just saying. Uh, The album is out now, and it's on all streaming outlets, and you can also go to Bandcamp, which is one of the best places to get music, because the artists usually get their money. Uh, So go to thebeautifullosers.net, and that will take you to everything. And we're so excited to have The Beautiful Losers here on Big Blend Radio. Raj Ramaya and also San Francisco native Brett Boyd are here. So Raj, welcome. How are you? I'm great. How you doing? Was that a good, good intro? That was like a great intro. Yeah, that was great. We both actually live in the San, in San Francisco now. Uh, okay, so but you're not. You're not there, Raj. You're not there today. I'm not there right now. No, I'm not there right now. But uh, traveling. Yeah, I'm traveling. I'm I'm uh, I'm working on. I'm have. I work. I do a lot of music production and and um, composing. So I uh, I often travel for that. So I'm. Here in Asia, working on a project. So, here. But I have to tell you where you are right now. I know that's a lamp behind you, but for some reason, because it looks like that retro style, it does look like a martini glass with a sundial <laughs> behind you. I'm just yeah, saying. I'm just yeah, saying. It does look it. like that. It, it does. Don't it, you think it does? Yeah, it, it really does. You say the martini glass thing looks perfect. It's got the '50s vibe there too. Oh, the, it's the there's. I'm in an Art Deco hotel in Bangkok where it's supposed to be a recreation of the 50s California movie set. See? Perfect. That's it. Brett, yeah. you're in San Francisco? I am. Yes. Right. All right. He looks like he's in San Francisco. I look like I'm I know. It's true. It's just, this is a trip, man. But listen, you let's. Really let's look like you're in San Francisco, so. I want. I, I love the album. It's called San Francisco. There <laughs> is something about San Francisco that. No matter what, this city has gone through so much change over the years, but it is, it's kind of like New York, right, in a way that it does hold on. Well, New York got cleaned up a little bit, but well, no, no, not now. But there's a little grittiness to San Francisco and mm-hmm. beauty and the weather and the water does this change that you never know what's going to happen with the clouds and the mist. And That's there true. is something yeah. about also being a port city because you never know who's going to come off the boat and go, hello, I'm here and I'm going to do different things. So there's Mm -hmm. something about this. Brett, were you born and raised there? I I was born and raised uh, in the Bay area. So let me, I was born in San Francisco and raised in the Bay area. I'll I'll fess up here. I'm not actually in San Francisco. I'm across the Bay from (gasps) Valley. Yeah. So like, your oh, your background. You're in Marin County. I'm in Marin yeah. County. I'm like right over your your left shoulder, right? I'm I'm looking out at the bay in the other way. I can feel I it. Yeah, <laughs> and this this is actually where I grew up. But the story is my my father. You know, you say there's something about San Francisco. He agreed. He worked in the city. He loved the city, and he wanted me to have San Francisco on my birth certificate as my place of birth. So my mom had to drive when she was in labor across that bridge that's behind you there into no. the city. 
for for me to be born and yes so <laughs> born in san francisco but not wow. raised exactly yeah. in the city see listen i'm not good at bridges and heights but i travel full time and i drive almost all the time and i do these bridges and that bridge i've done it quite a few times and i just go it's all good and i play bob marley and i'm fine so I play I Bob Marley. Good. I've got some inside information for you. <laughs> oh, good. good. <laughs> I want to hear more. Raj, tell us about your journey to San Francisco. Uh, you know, we we recorded our first album in San Francisco after we, you know Brett and I known each other for a long time. We were playing in bands in Japan, and, yeah. um, and, then, and then we got a you know uh, um, I got together with a producer in San Francisco um, for our That's first. Rewind. On rewind, yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, and we had this opportunity to go record and in in Mill Valley, which which is magical too. It's a magical place, and I remember the first time I went there, I was like, I just fell in love with it immediately. I was like, this is so magical and beautiful, and and it was such a, a stark contrast to Japan, right, where everything was tight and busy and. You know, they, it was always like on the go, open 24-7. Then you get to San Francisco and it's got this laid back, like you said, Port City vibe and it's beautiful. And you get across the bridge and it's just, it was just so, um, I don't know how to put it. It was, it was um, in, inspirational, I think. There you go. Yeah. There's something about going across the bridge that is different. And, and I'm not knocking San Francisco. But once mm -hmm. you hit over into Mill Valley and then you've got like Muir Woods and I mean, mm -hmm. I, I go from as traveling and doing park stuff. So Muir Woods, Point Reyes, you know, you are also still yeah. part of, you know, this whole recreation, the Golden Gate National Recreation Area. There's there's a um, I don't know. It's the trees, I think, and the ocean that yeah. do this magic spirit. Yeah. I'm not trying to be weird and woo woo, but like oh. there is a weird woo woo vibe. Yeah, even the air, it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the day that that song, song on our album, the day John Lennon died, if you listen to the lyrics carefully. Oh, about, one of my favorites, yes. Yeah, and it's just what you just said about you never know who you're going to run into in San Francisco, right? Uh, and it's just about running into, you know, but it's about all these people, the all the rock stars that we've lost. And, and it's about this drive, driving through Mill Valley all my way to L.A. And, you know, it, and it just talks about going through San Francisco and, and and just what you said, running into people like you never know who you're going to run into. Well, I wanted you know? to get to San Francisco and I lived in South Africa as a teenager and graduated there. I wanted to come home. So because of Janis Joplin and everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. of course, when I know she was dead, but like it still didn't hit me until I got home. And mm -hmm. and I hadn't been home since I was like one and a half years old. So it didn't make any difference. But I finally got to san francisco and i had a really good friend where we went through old hate ashbury and everything and you just it i don't know it does bring it on home but yeah. there have been so i mean there's that city has held on to so much history of music and it's yeah. not just the you know the hippie era it's before that too there's yeah. great music um through i think when it's a port city it becomes mm -hmm. multicultural and that's what's great about your music we we should talk about this because didn't you guys meet in tokyo right mm -hmm. that was the beginning not in san francisco right no, true yeah so we're, we're both somewhat travelers like you and when we were young we we both struck out from our homes and we ended up in tokyo as a destination 
And we'd gone there for, for different reasons, but we both landed there and we were looking for other musicians to work with. So lo and behold, I put a, an ad in a, in a classified paper that was in English in Tokyo, the Tokyo classified, you know, looking for other musicians. And Raj gave me a call and we, we uh, met one day in Shibuya and uh, he already had gigs lined up. And then the rest is history. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> We met at Hachiko, right? The dog. And we did. Right? We, yeah. I, think we, I think we did, yeah. And this, this dog's in our music video, right? This do- in- See, that's that's the thing that has to happen, <laughs> right? You know? Mm-hmm. And we, when, you, when you talk about the day that John Lennon died, mm-hmm. isn't it weird when you think about the day that John Lennon died? I, I was in England. I was a little kid, and I was raised on the Beatles, like in the doors and all mm-hmm. that. My mom's great. <laughs> but... I remember like everybody in England was just devastated. And I was a little kid. And then my mom was trying to explain, like, you're listening to his music. You know, I was so little. But now, like, look how many people we've lost. And you Mm -hmm. kind of, doesn't it in a way kind of connect us geographically to the world when you think about music? Like David Bowie, you know, he's he was in Berlin. He was in England. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about all these people we've lost. Yeah. Do we ever think about where they come from? Yeah, right. Well, that's that's part of the the magic is how it, music can cross over borders. You know, it it doesn't know the borders and culturally, uh, language even. You know, it crosses all all kinds of barriers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's and that's why we could we could make music together in in Tokyo and have it be such an amazing experience because it was it was always. You know, we had people from different cultures, different ethnicities, different countries, and we were all there, you know, together to to make our art and uh, to make, in our case, to make music. And actually, John Lennon's son, Julian, reviewed our first album and loved it. <laughs> Remember that? I love it. We got a review from Julian Lennon and the first no album. No way. There you go. Yeah, we got yeah. a really nice review from Julian Lennon for the first album, yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. I mean, you can't beat that, you know, unless you get John, but he has to, we yeah. have to channel him, you know. He's got a new album out too. He's out there doing stuff again. It's interesting. And, and uh, but, yeah, quite active. Yeah. It's been a lot he's quite active stuff. again. So it's, yeah, it's, it's inspiring, you know, and he's, he's coming back and talking about, you know, his dad. And I think, I think there's a resurgence of, of, um, of, um, not just the Beatles, but but um, rock music, you know, and classical classic rock music is coming back a lot. I see it coming back a lot of ways. A lot of kids these days want to learn to play an instrument. They want to write songs again. I think there's a there, there's a sort of a movement. Yeah, now, I'm not not anti electronic or hip hop, but you just a, a evolution maybe where kids are like interested in songs again. I, I see it everywhere now and interested in songwriting and singing and playing again. And I think that's, that's, that's what we're seeing. A lot of young people really love our album. To me, I think we're in the same kind of age group of just understanding that same sound of music. Yeah. Um, not the Hills are alive, but those were good too. But, but you're listening to your album. I felt right at home. I'm like, Oh, Someone wrote something for me. This is cool. (laughs) Thank you, by the way. You know, but that, but that's how it felt. Like as soon as I started hearing it, I was like, oh, wow, this took me through my like high school to now and like beyond high school, like way back. But I mean, there's some songs that have some old school rock. Um, 
like yeah. I would say early 50s and 60s, some of the music in there. Um, so you yeah. brought some of those sensibilities in there, but it also had stuff that I was growing up with in like the, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know how to classify it. Like, I don't know. I just always listen to music, but in late eighties, yeah. nineties, early nineties kind of vibe. Um, so it kind That's of gives, I don't know how to explain the eras of it all, but it just <laughs> feels good. Does that, I think if it feels good, then do it. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's a good question. We we I was actually asking people, could you identify what what like era <laughs> the album was from? Because in terms of like marketing, I was like, what are we? Is this is this 1988? Are we in 1988 or 1991? But I suspect the album is the late 80s, early 90s. It it's it lands somewhere. Yeah, I think it lands there. Yeah. But you go back and then you go forward too, and then at the same mm-hmm. time you bring us yeah. all home with some simple structure and sound and melody you guys have really good melody and really good strong song structure that you can you can just embrace it immediately as a listener which i think is really great well Um, i'll I'll say yeah working with raj that's that's always been the emphasis and a big lesson for me you know as as uh, someone who really loves the guitar is you know that focusing on on the melody and Mm -hmm. and the hooks and making sure that there's something memorable in the music you know well you're gonna when you listen to the album you you can listen to it again and again like three times then go like oh i gotta do the interview now so (laughs) i'm really happy to hear that you know we we've just been getting such a like a like on a personal level personal texts from people and messenger uh, message uh, messages from people that um the songs are moving them and and it's telling it's it's speaking to them and on a very personal level and it's been it's really it's i mean that's the that's the reward right that's the Ooh, reward i just don't know me about what it is you guys have got like you've got to think about what you were listening to as you were kids like for me i li- like mm-hmm. i was talking about john lennon right mm-hmm. yeah. like if anybody knew me in south africa when i was in boarding school i made everybody listen to the beatles and john lennon john lennon yeah. especially to the point of like they would just like would you shut up and i'm like no you need to grow up compared to what you're listening to. So yes. I was very adamant that you need to listen to good music instead of, sorry, Kylie Minogue, but like there's a difference and she's wonderful and great. And I'm not being mean, but it's just two different things. Like I've heard John of her. Lennon. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like John Lennon versus Rick Astley, Kylie Minogue, which my mom says, Kylie, Rick Astley is Kylie Minogue, and Kylie Minogue is Rick Astley sped up. But anyway, he's, he's making a comeback. But <laughs> no, but they're good at what they do, and look how good they are. So I'm yeah. not knocking them. I'm just saying. But that was what was going on when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was like, people, like, go listen to this. And yeah. but it, so there's, when you there's think also about, something, yeah, about the collaborations and bands, you know, mm-hmm. rather than just a, a single artist. That's always appealed to me, you know, how what, what you get, the sum of, of the parts is, is greater, you know, when you can get a successful collaboration. Yeah. You know, but did yeah, you were I, listening, you you've got to think about bands. what you guys were listening and what you brought to the table at the beginning of playing together and what you followed through with that's where the history follows through. And I think that's what it is for me. I'm hearing all these generations of music in your music. Yet it's your own music. And we each bring our own, our own influences into it. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's we weren't cool. listening to exactly all of the same things, but uh, and, so that's and, uh, good. Yeah. That's good. No, it's, that's, it, 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 sorry, sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, I'm just saying it's good that you come in with different backgrounds of music, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was like, you know, I was just thinking about like with the whole album, with like you said, I was I was trying to identify where it's landing and what what kind of brought it about, you know, because it, it was like because we we like I said, we're squarely somewhere in the late 80s, early 90s in terms of a lot of influences too. And and it was hard to sort of go like, what, what is it? <laughs> what is it? You know, what, what, where do we exactly land? It was, it's that it was kind of traversing some genera some, uh, ge some generations and, and some genres, right? It was kind of hard to pinpoint what it was, but um, I'm glad, I'm glad you're noticing that too. It was, it's not, it's not one specific thing at all. Right? Well, you so, are on big blend radio, like we're a little bit of everything. Uh, because we yeah. say the, uh, you know, variety brings the spice to quality of life. That's it. Yes. You can't just have one too. thing. It is. You got to have yeah. a little bit of everything. So mm -hmm. let's let's talk about Indian Cowboy. I love that song so much, <laughs> and I want people to get the album just to hear this. And what I love to, and you do this on some of the songs, you you kind of let things. You start them off with a very interesting like thing. And people can listen mm -hmm. as there's always mm -hmm. this interest. And then this yeah. is this beginning of a song. And then it goes into a song. There's always this interesting intro. But Indian Cowboy, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to record this <laughs> kind of thing. But it's not that. But it's kind of, you know, everybody has to go listen. Yeah. But Indian Cowboy is so freaking cool. It's one of my favorite. I'm going to say wow. probably my favorite on there. I love Indian mm -hmm. Cowboy. I love San Francisco. I love all the. So tell us about Indian Cowboy. Yeah. So you you want me to take this, Raj? Yeah, take, take this one. Take it away. Because <laughs> it, it's actually a recording that we made 20 years ago. When, Sweet. Yeah. It's, so it was is a demo recording, and we had presented it to producers at various points to to do a you know quote real recording of it, and uh, it it didn't pan out. But the funny thing is about it about it is with I'd gotten my first computer and gotten into recording digitally. You know, everything up until that point was was recorded in the studio on two inch tape. And I was living in this little studio apartment in Tokyo and I had my computer set up with the digital recording. We were just trying out this new software. And Raj had a, a drum machine and we, we found a loop on there that we liked. And he had this song and he brought it in. And oh, we had a sitar player come in yeah. too so we were all crammed in this tiny little apartment in tokyo with the sitar player i had my guitar set up raj had his acoustic guitar and we just we recorded it like that yeah just just, just raw with the four of us but it's so then, cool yeah and then we we did we did some some digital magic in there and right so so uh raji did some harmonica layered that on there and I, I had a belt that I was smacking against the concrete wall to get that the whip. <laughs> the, the, no the whip, way. Right? Yeah. Oh and I had a little God. hand recorder. I had a hand recorder and there was a concrete wall in my yeah. apartment. 30 we went out in the hall. Chaos. He's slapping the concrete wall with, with his belt. And just, so I took that and I bounced that in. No way. Yeah. So there you got it. Raj, anything oh you want God. to add to that that story? No, I, I think the lyrics to me were the were the, the lyrics are huge. <laughs> Who yeah. did you wrote those, Raj? 
Yeah, yeah. I was on a, I was oh on a flight back, back from India, and and uh, I remember, uh, and and so I was just thinking about the, you know the, I was seeing all these Indian cowboys. I, I I just read a Tom Robbins book. Even cowgirls get the blues. How, oh, yeah, yeah. how the original cowgirls were from India, and they were like, and the original cowboys were the were the guys that would they would get together with the cowgirl because they. They herded cows, right? That's what they were. Cowboys and cowgirls. They didn't eat the cows. They would just milk them, right? Mm -hmm. And and so it was this interesting Tom Robbins book and being in India about even cowgirls get the blues. I was like, this is this is cool. So I just wanted to write something. I don't know, kind of um, kind of psychedelic, you know, weird lyrics about you know Indian cowboys, the original cowboys. Yeah, (laughs) I love. I love that. I love that you included this on the album. And who start, who create, came up with the name Beautiful Loser? The Beautiful Losers. I Because I did go to Jim Carrey. And in fact, Nancy, my mom, said that first. She was like, loser. I'm like, what was that about? What was that from? And she's like, Jim Carrey, don't you remember? We had to go look it up. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many. It comes from so many different things. But we got it from Leonard Cohen. Leonard, yeah, Bob oh, Seger. Yeah, Bob Seger does yeah. it too. But yeah, we got yeah, it from Se- Leonard Cohen. Yeah. We got it from Leonard Cohen, an almost unreadable book by Leonard Cohen. <laughs> uh, beautiful Blizzard. It's unreadable. You read it, you go, like, this is like, I get through this book. Uh, yeah. Now it's like, you know, and so we, that, we and, each had to read it because we have the, the, the you know, name for our band, but we don't yeah. recommend it. We had to torture, you had to torture, <laughs> you have to torture yourself to get through the book, you know. But no. it's, yeah, but it's all about being a beautiful loser and it's all about the irony that life serves up and being mm-hmm. able to, and being able to, I guess I can handle this one right about how to process it, yeah. how to how to revel in, in being, uh, because how, how you approach you adversity too, you know, yeah. because you have to rise. Yeah, rise yeah that's, that's how I it was when, when we started the band, you know, we, we were very ambitious. We wanted to play music and, and make it our profession and we had other bands that we were playing in and other projects and yeah. you come up with a lot of people who tell you you're never gonna make it and you can't do it and you just have to push through i'm holding yeah. my hands down right now when you yeah. said that <laughs> <laughs> well you know but we, uh, we we ended up collecting a, a a group of people that we related to and we were all kind of the same like we believed in our art and we wanted to create something beautiful and we would all gather together and we, you know, played a lot of music and went places with, that was like our, our, our group, our crowd the beautiful losers. See, I, I love that because I think there's, it is about who you surround yourself with. Right. And you kind of go like, yeah, we can, we can do it. And if you're on your own, you just feel like, but music is part of that, that you can listen to music can elevate you when you go through stuff in life yeah when you get up in the morning you listen to the right music it can change your perspective if you're willing to change your perspective Mm. you know i think it it opens up other parts of your brain you know and 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 of your your spirit too it it it, you know hopefully inspires you to you know uh, do more with yourself and I, i think the the songs are all little stories about people's struggles you know, mm-hmm. the daily struggles. 
And it's not about like, you know, uh, being a, like, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, cutting anybody down, but I see the music videos about these people get off jets and they got all the bling and the, and the Ferraris. We're, we're exactly the opposite of all that bling. It's just, it's just stories about normal people struggling and just trying to get through their day every day. And, and those are stories about beautiful losers. And I think, I think that's what we're, we're doing. We're, we're writing stories about everyday beautiful losers out there who are, People salt to, of the earth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, salt of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. People trying to just, you know, just get by every day. And hopefully the songs are uh, give them a little inspiration and 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 they don't feel alone, basically. Tell us a little bit about Strawberry Hill music, because that's where you did the album. And it looks like you guys are all part of doing this anime and all kinds of I mean, there's so much more that's part of Beautiful Losers with what you guys are doing. So um, I know a video is coming out and uh, yeah. everyone you'll see this at the end of this segment here, we're going to be playing. I will always be there the track, but you'll see the video if you're watching this on YouTube, but um, tell us a little bit about strawberry Hill, because who doesn't want to go to strawberry Hill? Well, strawberry Hill uh, studios or, or strawberry music is a, is a, is a production company in, 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 in the North Bay area in Marin County. And uh, we do a lot of you know music for anime and games, and so we recorded the album there, right, um, at the studio, and um, at our, and um, and so we we because of the the background and we were living and working in Japan for so long, and our connection to anime, and and, and we wanted to have the music video to have this. We but I decided to have this music video in the in the anime kind of style, so we have this um, animator that put to is you know, mm-hmm. create this amazing video, music video for us based on the story. And I'll, I'll, I'll start to let Brett finish it. Based on the story of Hachiko the dog um, in Shibuya, where we met and we started our, our careers together. And um, this dog would wait for its owner who died in World War II, who never came back. It was a soldier in World War II. And the dog sat there, waited, and the dog waited there for its owner until it passed away. And so the Hachiko statue in Shibuya is a famous meeting place for people. And as I said, we met there. And then the story is about the dog going from Hachiko coming to San Francisco. It's kind of a story of our lives, but it, it's also a story about transition. And it's a metaphor for life, really, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, please add yeah. to that. I just say this is, you know, this is our, our fourth album. And um, yeah. our, it's our, our first one in quite a few, um, quite a few years. But some, something that we've always tried to do is, is to work with other artists in, in you know, creating the album and the, the artwork and the videos that go with it. And um, in this case, um, Raj he's found a very talented young artist, um, Giselle Bernal, and she um, agreed to work on this music video, an animated music video for the song. And um, you can see in the album artwork that's that comes from the video. You, know, you can see it that's over your your left shoulder, there, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's, there's so there's a video that that goes with it, and it's it's yeah, it's really wonderful. And it was it was pretty cool how we came up with uh, Hachiko for the inspiration because um, it was actually Giselle who who mentioned Hachiko that she was thinking that that might be a good um, sort of inspiration for the video and we were like "Ah, yes that's that fits perfectly because that was something that was very close to us already you know yeah yeah 
Oh, yeah, we're super excited about it. We we love it. Yeah, I'm excited for everyone to see it now. But before you guys go, Mm -hmm. I think there's something really cool, two things, um, getting together and through travel Mm -hmm. and connecting, because there's something about there's road trips and travel, like especially when we're younger, we go off and do these journeys and then still staying friends. You know, there's people you meet when you travel, you backpack and you go and stay in a hostel and then you meet people because you're in the same bedroom, suddenly sharing a bathroom. And it's like, this wasn't what it was like at mama's house. Or maybe it was. Maybe it was. So there's all these experiences you had. So I want to touch on that uh, between the two of you about Mm -hmm. what it is like to travel and make these relationships and how travel can propel you forward so let's start with you Raj on that since you're in Bangkok so you're traveling <laughs> um I mean I've always loved travel I've always been a traveler I just love it and I think it, it's it's for me it's inspiring and, and that's where a lot of the stories come from uh for the album it's about meeting you know meeting people and hearing their experiences and and sort of gathering this tribe of beautiful losers which we've been doing over the years and we have all these other beautiful losers that we connected with in different different countries and and uh, i think you know traveling is is part of that you know it, it's like um we started traveling pre sort of pre-internet <laughs> you know right and, right right and then now it's like um, it's a different experience, but it's not. It's still about connecting. And I think post-COVID, uh, people want to connect. And I think, again, the stories in the album are resonating with a lot of people in a nice way. And I think it's just these stories about traveling and about connecting with people and, and telling and telling it as it is, you know? And, and I think that, uh, like I said, the, the, the album has come from you know, the, the travel experience. Right. And it's gathering that tribe of beautiful losers and, and talking about um, their experiences and, and, and sort of little stories and songs. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, Brett? Yeah, to- totally. Yeah. Uh, like agree with with what Raj is saying there. And, you know, I would say that, you know, for me too, just travel has been the greatest experience for um, like ed- educational, like learning and about the world and about people it's you know all of my my great um insights you know come from from travel and uh especially playing music in different places too it's it's just amazing oh yeah that's the other thing is doing gigs in different countries right i mean doesn't even go down to what transformer you're using (laughs) it just it goes into like what are you using for this for this electricity you know i mean that's a whole other thing and if you're in an audience that doesn't speak the same language Mm -hmm. your music has to you know transcend right Mm -hmm. so and i think it does music helps for sure yeah (laughs) I'm glad. Oh, that's that's so nice to hear. The the music transcends. I mean, that's that's the it reward. Does. That's the reward. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say when you travel somewhere, turn off your American radio if you're American, right? And listen yeah. to what's going on locally. Hear yeah. it and mm-hmm. soak it up. I mean, oh, because sure. I mean, once you start opening your mind to music around the world, it's like oh my god life is so good like it's yeah. so good right yeah. so the other travel does i mean travel um when you think about it's not easy you go through roadblocks it's very similar to the music industry in yeah. a weird way because there's corporate travel where everything's pristine and then there's getting out in the streets and yeah. meeting people 
So it's kind of like the independent versus the corporate. So it's very yeah. interesting. They have a parallel line, I think. Uh -huh. um, yeah. it, but it's all about true connectivity at the end of the day, right? It's that. The relationships that you make. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. all it's about discovering yourself, too. Discovering who you are. Yeah. What your purpose is, too. Okay, last, last thing. Last thing, a tip okay. for someone getting out there in the music world now, because like you were saying, you were pre-internet. Like we started our our magazine mm -hmm. in this country, well, in South Africa, actually. Then we had to yeah. leave and there's a whole other thing going on there. Came over and we were pre-Google. And remember those Netscape books? Do you guys remember that thing? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that book? Oh, yeah. And then that's how you navigate. And we're like, no. We can like sell advertising on this. We had webifieds in our print oh, magazine yeah. instead Remember of classifieds. Lonely, yeah, Lonely Planet. Oh, those things. Yeah, too. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Planet, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. started like changing. Now we're a complete look like it's digital. We're doing pocket. I mean, it's all changed, but things do change. Hmm. So now going through so much transition is changing the music world. Oh my God. Look at it. Look at it. How like the internet how we're able to do interviews, all of it has changed, going from like regular radio that only plays Hotel California 10 times a day to mm -hmm. now like, wait a minute, we've got the internet, we've got Spotify, which is all uh, whatever, but we got Bandcamp, so we got to be nice about them. <laughs> Tip yeah. for musicians starting out from each of you. Let's start with you, Raj. Um, I think personally is to make personal connections with people. I, that's what I think, you know, it's still about that. I think that, you know, um, great. You can get a lot of you know, listeners on Spotify and different places, but I think doing things like this interview with you, um, creating a personal experience for people is very important because there's so much going on out there. Right. And, it, and, and I think the streaming services are, are interesting because you could hear different kinds of music. But you don't get that personal experience with people. You don't have someone talking about the music like you're talking about it. You know, no one's talking about the album. No one's getting the backstory. It's just available. And mm -hmm. I think, I think, I think to me nowadays, it's it's making a connection to um, people on a personal level like you and other people like you who love music and want to talk about it and tell the story. I think that's a great a great way for musicians to get started and not just be another person on Spotify. Right, oh yeah art. so yeah if you can do it in on you know in person in a gig per connect or online it's true i mean it used to be like i always tell people it's like coming on a podcast like if it's a business person you can go yeah. do your business business speech to the, your rotary club for example yeah. and you're going to get maybe 10 to 100 people in your town local you're preaching yeah. to a choir but a podcast goes everywhere around the world Including yeah. Bangkok, by the way. Yeah, right. We yeah. do get Bangkok. But, you know, so it's like, hey, you know, so I think it's we have this tool and to use it. So I, I really agree with you. But tell the stories. Connect. Yeah. We have yeah. these tools to connect yeah. with online and, and yeah. Instagram, Facebook, all those. I don't yeah. know about Twitter. By, but by the time this airs, it might be gone. Who knows? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who knows? I hope not. I got a lot of followers there, but like, dang, yeah. you know, but you know, it is what it is. So Brett, what about you? What What is your tip for um, musicians again, starting out? I, I'd say, you know, Raj said, you know, that's very important, you know, work on your relationships and, and value mm -hmm. them, you know, and um, stay in touch with people and use all of those tools to do that and you know, yeah. be as authentic 
as as possible. Yeah, I think people answer. respond to that. But also, I would add, you know, as as a musician, uh, don't don't be afraid to you know try on different hats or do different things. If if there's a service that's needed or something you can do, you know, to collaborate or work with another musician, you know, try it out. If it's you know if it's playing bass or being a producer or being the singer or whatever, whatever it is that needs to be done. Um, if you can do it, jump in, or even if you don't know if you can jump in and give it a try. Don't, don't say no to any opportunity. Yeah. Ah, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you guys for joining us here on Big Blend Radio. Uh, everybody, go get the album out now. It's called San Francisco by the Beautiful Losers. I, you know, go to thebeautifullosers.net to go get it on Bandcamp. And of course, we got to give a shout out to our uh, special sponsor of the day, which is the National Parks Arts Foundation. Go to nationalparksartsfoundation.org. We love them. They run uh, artist and residency programs where artists, musicians can stay for a month in a residency in a national park across the country. Hawaii Volcanoes National Park, which would be really fun to be in right now since there's a volcano going off. But uh, also like Chaco Canyon, northern uh, New Mexico, all the way to Dry Tortugas, where you can have your own private island you have to have two people by the way so you guys may want to do this your own private <laughs> island for a month right wow. off-grid island to create Write the next album Write the next I, album there you go but listen hawaii volcanoes has a recording studio so oh i'm just saying, I'm right. just saying. Great. so That's check that out so anyway, nationalparksartsfoundation.org. We do a show with them every first Friday. Keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Are we ready for everyone to hear the new song and the video? Here it is. I ready. will always be there. Thank you, guys. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much. And there's a destiny. Destiny because life is sublime. 